0: Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Pros and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. My name is Kahala, and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining us today as we talk about advocacy. You know, that's our thing here at Pros and Politics Podcast. And today we have advocates for children. We have Shalene Houston Butler with Casa St. Louis. Hello,
1: Shalane. Hello, and thank you so much for having me today.
0: We are so happy to have you. We love children. Yes. We love advocacy. Uh, Absolutely,
1: because that is what CASA of St. Louis is about.
0: Yes, so we love that. And so when you reached out, I was like, I am so familiar with CASA, obviously, in my years as the circuit clerk. I said, so I would love to have you come on and share what CASA does, who you are, and just all the ways that we can support and know, because a lot of times it's about knowing because Absolutely. you can have a family member or a friend who may be in need of services that you provide or just being able to inform people. And so we would love to first hear all about you, but sure. I see <laughs> elephants,
1: Yeah, I see the beautiful shade of elephants. red. Are you Great. She's I already. absolutely am. I am a <laughs> member of the best sorority. <laughs> okay. <I'm> at- <laughs> <laughs> no. So I am a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, um, awesome. the East St. Louis alumni chapter.
0: Awesome. Yes. Awesome. And we have a mutual friend.
1: Absolutely. So I came across your podcast because my line sister is Jocelyn Sandifer, yes. And I believe you've had her on your podcast a couple of times. And so she's always sharing the great, great things that she is doing. And she mentioned, you know, she shared the podcast information. And so I said, huh. What is this? And so I started looking into your podcast and wonderful podcast. So congratulations, you You are doing an awesome job.
0: Thank you so much. And you are right, we love Jocelyn Sandifer (laughs) and Sandifer and Associates here at Pros and Politics Podcast. So I, um, yeah, that's my girl. That's my girl. And so when you told me that was your line sister, I was like, look at how the dots are connected. Yes, yes, absolutely. awesome.
1: Well, please tell us all about Shalene. Oh man, Shalene is just your average, you know, working woman. I'm married, you know, a wife, um, a daughter, a sister, so a friend to many. And so I'm just out here and that's pretty much me. And in a nutshell, I love, you know, love the St. Louis metro area. I've been here for years now. Um, went to school at Southern Illinois University Edwardsville. Okay. And so that's how I got to you know, stayed in the area, um, mm-hmm. did an internship here. And so I'm, I'm here. Yes. yes. And you are with CASA St. Louis. I am with CASA of St. Louis now. Um, started within the last year in a ro- new role, you know, a role that was created. Um, they saw that there was a need. And so they created this role, which is the volunteer recruitment and outreach manager. Okay. And so that is what I am I'm doing with CASA. I'm, recruiting and I'm outreach you know yeah, you're reaching out. out that's right yeah. you're reaching out and <laughs> I love that and I love that you
0: understand just there are different ways to do outreach so here you are on a podcast doing outreach and there're just so many different methods um to be able to reach people and share the mission and vision
1: of Casa so please tell us more about that so the mission, you know, we are here to first and foremost. Let me stop by, start by saying that CASA stands for Court Appointed Special Advocates, and so I know people are like, "Well, what is CASA?" So, CASA—that's what—that's what it stands for. Um, our mission is to recruit screen and train you know community members um, to become highly trained volunteers who advocate on behalf of children in the foster care system due to abuse and neglect and so they are really we call them volunteers but you know they are there to advocate Mm -hmm. and be the voice for those children who are voiceless and we work with children um, from age from birth to age 20 and just providing them with that person that person that's going to be there to speak up on their behalf um i don't want to say but just going back a little bit further also casa is a a part of a national program so casa of st louis is a part of a bigger program a bigger Mm -hmm. platform so we have a national the national court appointed special advocates and guardian ad litem and that is what um our organization was started for it founded in 1977 by a seattle judge who said hey you know these children need somebody to speak on their behalf you know to advocate for them and so there's programs all over you know uh united states um our program in particular, CASA of St. Louis, we were founded in 1980 under the guidance of the National Council of Jewish Women. And we later became our own 501c3, again advocating for those children. Same mission, everything just aligning with that national program. Well, that that is outstanding because we
0: all know that children need someone to advocate on their behalf especially under those circumstances um, as i stated a little bit earlier i am familiar with casa because as the elected circuit clerk in saint clare county for many years obviously there was close work with casa um, particularly in the juvenile division, obviously. Um, and my husband for several years was the judge in juvenile court in St. Clair County. So there was a lot, again, a lot of interaction with CASA. So you wanted to tell us and our listening and viewing audience about your volunteers, yes? how you recruit, yes. okay, the need yes. and the
1: training. So please yes. go ahead. So, just um, again, this is a newly created position, you know, and this is new territory for me. So, I guess I should have said this earlier, but you know, I have more of the media experience. Mm -hmm. I have a media background, um, radio, television, and so when I saw this opportunity, I just said, well, I can leverage my media skills and my media knowledge and utilize that, utilize those skills to help spread the message about Casa. It's a wonderful program i love the mission and what they're trying to do in the community it's very much needed Mm -hmm. and so i just said well i guess i can you know i can leverage that those skills that i have to spread the word and like you said podcast it's something out of the box thinking out of the box you know you always have to think be creative in the recruitment efforts and so my job is just to get out get out into the community and spread the word about who CASA is. And so I'm going to utilize just the different platforms, podcast, print, you know, radio, television, all of those platforms in order to spread that word. Um, so the recruitment part, you know, it's like a three-step kind of like a three-step program okay. right so we do recruit we're out in the field you know word of mouth is always great so even your experience with working with other casa volunteers you know you can spread that word and tell somebody hey this is a program that really could use the volunteers because we're always recruiting volunteers And no matter all year round we are recruiting volunteers and so you know, the recruitment effort, that is one, one, one part. And so I'll be, you know, just utilizing those different things, different methods to recruit. Um, and then once we have people who submit their application, there's a screening process. That screening process, you know, some might say, oh, it's so, you know, extensive. Extensive. But I would say it's thorough. So this is like a three-step program, and so um, we have that recruitment effort, um, and then moving on to the screening. And some some would say that it's pretty, you know, extensive, but I would say it's thorough because of the fact that we are dealing with children, children. who have experienced abuse and neglect. So we want to make sure that we are doing our part. You know, we want to make sure we are doing our part. Um, so that they don't experience any more trauma than exactly. they have already experienced. Right. And so there is a, you know, an online application that you have to complete, which is about 30, about 30 minute setting. Unfortunately, we are not, you know, up to up to date just yet, but you have to complete it in one setting. Okay. So you need to be prepared to complete to take that. some time. To take just some take time, t- take know, take, time. Take, take, take a, a little time. Take an afternoon and just do that and have your tea or you know ready to go right um Mm -hmm. also a big part i believe a part of that application process you are um we would like for you to uh write a 500 word a, a max 500 word autobiography about yourself. So tell us about yourself and why you are interested in becoming a CASA volunteer. What, Why is this program special to you? What do you bring to the table and why do you think that you would be a good fit for our program? Um, and so, you know, don't give us two sentences. You know, we want to know more about you. Um, in addition, I would say be prepared to have three non-relative uh, references. references. Okay. Th- that's very important. And I stress that we, um, we host orientation sessions. And I always stress that to those who are there, have those three references ready to go, those three non-relative references ready to go and talk to them prior to completing your application. Let
0: them know we calling.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and actually, and because you want to have the correct email address for mm-hmm. them because we'll send out a survey and also because I have found that applications get hung up because the references are good. The references haven't returned the surveys. And so if you don't tell them mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm you know, I'm applying for this, and so that they're aware mm-hmm. that it could get hung up. So those are just a few things, um, just a part of the screening in uh process. There is a professional screening interview, so they'll have a a professional interview with you just to find out more information again, just a thorough screening. And then lastly, the training, um, we do a, a, do an extensive training. I call it a mini cohort. I don't know if you are familiar with it, but it's about a six to seven week, um, training session. Wow. And you know, it's very thorough. You learn a lot. I mean, Kyla, I didn't, I had to go through it as a staff member and just, Learning more about the, you know, the system, Mm -hmm. you know, there are things that you learn. It's heartbreaking, Um, but you learn so much information. And so we prepare our volunteers. You know, of course, you're not going to know everything, but that is why there's a team of us that are there to help you and that, you know, help support our volunteers. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the process, a high level overview. You know, we're going to recruit, we're going to screen you, and then we're going to Train train you. Yes.
0: So I've, I'm sure everybody is wondering what, once you go through the process, what are you doing? Because that's probably gonna be the main thing that leads somebody to even go to your website and apply. First, what am I gonna
1: be doing with with or for these children? Yes, yeah, so you will be doing a lot in... Um... <laughs> You I, you will be doing a lot. No, so you will, it's not a lot, but you again you're advocating. Mm-hmm. You know we we like to stress that you are more of a um, this is an advocacy role versus a mentorship role. Absolutely, because you know you mentioned your husband being a judge, and I'm sure, and I've I've heard other judges say this, and I'm sure your husband can say the same. But without the CASA volunteer there advocating for that child. The the judge doesn't, you know, they don't get the full picture. They know when that child has a CASA representative there with them, Mm -hmm. they're going to get everything that they need to know to make the best decision. decision. And that's what it all boils down to, making the best decision for the child and, you know, in their best interest. So the volunteer will, um, the volunteers are going to be meeting monthly with their assigned child. They'll meet monthly, kind of observe, take some notes, you know, listen to their child, you know, you'll develop that relationship. In addition, you'll also meet with other team members. So you will meet with, um, the social worker, the chief, uh, uh, the, uh, deputy justice officer, the, um, you might have to pull records from the doctor's office. You may have to go talk to that child's teacher, your service provider. Exactly. So there's everything, you know, you are going to work with a team as a volunteer not left alone and most importantly casa of st louis we have staff members so we have what we call case advocacy supervisors Mm -hmm. so our volunteers are each assigned a case advocacy supervisor to work with them and to help them through that process and that's pretty much i mean what you do as a volunteer and then you are assigned a court date to Mm -hmm. um, be present with that child as they attend you know go through court and i always say I'm so glad someone thought about having a volunteer there um, for this, because me personally, you know, as an adult, I don't want a ticket. I don't want to have to go to the courthouse. I don't want to do anything. Mm-mm. You know, it's complicated. So I'm grown. I can only imagine how a child feels. Absolutely. And so having that advocate there, that volunteer there, helping them through that, that is what matters the most.
0: Absolutely. and with it being volunteer and there being court dates and things are your volunteers typically in what professional line of work that allows for that type of
1: flexibility we have volunteers in all walks okay Okay. so it's not just you know retired people um we have people who are still in the workforce working um we've had students who are you know kind of Uh, they're in this area, I should say. They're staying, you know, they're in in this St. Louis area. They know they're gonna be in this area. So we've had students who complete, you know, they they go through that volunteer process and they become advocates. we have um, married folks, single folks, you know, just anybody. Anybody, um, anybody who cares anybody about cares. advocating for children. Who, yes, is absolutely. Welcome. We accept all community members, um, 21 years and up, I might add, um, 21 years and up. And so um, they'll go through that whole process, that screening process. Like I said, I do want to focus on, um, you know, the demographics and mm-hmm. so yes we welcome all community members who are ready to advocate for children but we are really seeking you know african americans to join us in this effort um you know it saddens me when i pull the numbers and i see that casa of st louis and our program i should say our program we serve the st louis city and county jurisdiction okay um and in our program alone, the you know, the the kids that we the children, our children that we serve, it's 70% are African American in the foster care system. Mm-hmm. And so we are really pushing, you know, we were, again, we want all of our community members to become involved, Mm -hmm. but we are really seeking our members in the African-American community, you know, this is the audience, you know, I know that you have this audience. And so I wanted to tap in and say, you know, hey, our babies need you. Our babies really need Need us to come and come together. I would say that, um, you know, that old, you know, adage that it takes a village. Village, I knew
0: that's where you were going.
1: It takes a village. Absolutely. We can't do it alone.
0: And I think that is so important for us to remember that, that here we go again. It seems like it's going to be a theme for the the three or four episodes, representation matters. So that is so heartbreaking to know that roughly 70% of the boys and girls in this region that are in foster care are children of color yes. so some might say oh well so why do, as long as they have an advocate that's why representation on the bench matters that's why representation in the legal field matters that's why we are thankful for the jocelyn's and the sherees and the Marches and the kahalas yes. and um because like we've discussed having someone who, in the words of Jocelyn Sandifer, looks like you and talks like you and walks like you. And, you know, it matters when you can sit there in a courtroom and there are people who, you know, come from where you come from, understand the language that you speak and probably very well may have been in a similar situation as a child and at the very least can understand. And yes, as Shalene stated, all yes. are welcome we welcome all but we need to start protecting and advocating for ourselves and it starts with our kids and so I am so happy that you're here and expressing that and that you are given the latitude and the space to be able to even express that out loud because nobody knows if you don't tell no like no I would have never known
1: yeah I and I, and I want to Interrupt real quick. And we, when I say 70%, that's just 70% in our program. Wow. In our, in CASA of St. Louis, in our program. So we don't know. Um There are other programs, CASA programs, even in Illinois and mm-hmm. South, you mm-hmm. know, the Southern Illinois area um, out in, you know, St. Charles. So I don't know what those numbers look like, right. but our program is seventy percent are African American. Again, there are other children. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to dismiss that. Absolutely. Um, so that's why I stress we accept all members. Um, but yeah, there is a big push for we we need us. And I think that's something that
0: we really need to focus on in 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 all areas. What did we talk about before we started taping? And we were just having a conversation about the many areas yeah. that our communities need information mm-hmm. not misinformation information Absolutely. whether it's financial literacy whether it's you know continuing to pursue education whatever that looks like it doesn't always have to be you know college it can be a trade or a vocation it doesn't always have to be an hbcu it could be a pwi and there should be no shame in that like there are just so many areas that we are still behind yeah and what you're saying is there are children right here in this area and the predominant percentage are children of color Mm -hmm. and we've got to figure out why that even is a thing that's okay that's another conversation for another day but i tell my children all the time it's a lot of conversations i don't want to have with you But I'm going to have with you because that is the reality in which we live. Mm -hmm. So we can keep fighting for a different reality. But today, Mm -hmm. this is it. So today, it is 70%. And so as we try to find other means to decrease those numbers, Mm -hmm. right? In the meantime, there are children that need us today. Today. Absolutely. And so that's why I'm so glad you're here to put the charge out, to put the
1: call out. The children need us today. Yes, and and, and I, I know the big thing, and, and the other thing I want, want to also share, um, when I say it's a team effort, we know, we realize, especially, you know, with the pandemic that happened, we know that every sector in this workforce is experiencing some challenges. And you may have seen in your local papers, you know, the negative connotation, you know, the negative talk with, oh, foster care and this and that. So that's why Casa is there as like a buffer. You know, we can't help that. We're not here to down any other sector. We're here to help, mm-hmm. you know, those, you know, the those divisions that need the help. You know, they might have a high turnover in employment right now, but we are here to help them and help everyone as, you know, mm-hmm. just all around the board. And so we really want to see the volunteer numbers to increase. That's another thing with the pandemic. You know, volunteerism all around oh, which is just down. Plummeted. Yeah. Yes. So yes, it's like, you know, come on. You know, everybody has to pull their weight. And we don't, you know, we want to see these children um, to succeed so that they can give back. You mm-hmm. know, that they can look back and say, you know what? Someone took time and helped me out. Let me give back as well. I am so glad that you have come on to
0: share this information and it is my hope that our listening and viewing audience will accept the charge because i know that a lot of people that listen to our platform they are civic minded Mm -hmm. individuals Mm -hmm. they are parents they are grandparents they you know and many of them are involved obviously in their communities and community service and in in the work for the people and that is a heart-wrenching jarring number Mm -hmm. because you you only think about the way your life operates unless you're provided with information so when i think about jocelyn and adams three and i think about my husband and my three and i think about chris and his you know family him and Juliana and their children and i i'm not in my world Mm -hmm. there are they're not in an abuse and neglect situation they're not in a foster care situation so in my world a hundred percent of black babies are still with their parents right though my husband obviously worked tirelessly for hours a day obviously duck Kahala. there were children countless children that casa and the system the juvenile system dealt with mm-hmm. right so but again i'm not on that bench right? right that wasn't my role i was the clerk and now i've transitioned so it's so important For your outreach Mm -hmm. right for you to reach out the way that you are on social media through podcasting through whatever because we just don't know the struggles that our children face outside of the four walls of our homes and many times now i'm sure that there's just like i have my circle i'm sure there's a whole circle that only know a struggle Mm -hmm. but we have to be cognizant of not just ourselves but of the men and women, boys and girls around us that are human. Okay. That exceeds beyond race that exceeds beyond gender that exceeds that extends to human beings Mm -hmm. that should not be abused. That should not be neglected that need advocates. And then what did you say? It's that one CASA advocate mm. that will be able to touch the life of a child, advocate for them, and that child can grow up. Because I do know some very successful men and women mm. who were foster children. And wow. you you wouldn't even, like, you. they're like, well, I, I didn't have a good experience, but that's what made me. Right. Or I did have a good experience, and that's what made me. And so, of course, the objective for CASA and the advocates is to, grab these children
1: yes to love and advocate yes. for them for a better life for absolutely you are um and we want to see them reunified you know we as long as they are placed back in a safe and stable environment that's the number one goal safe mm-hmm. and stable environment so if that means you know helping that family you know if because the other thing I learned in the training that we took that that tr- that 6 7 week course you And I was very naive to this. We don't know what happened in that home for that child to be taken away. You know, mom, dad, somebody could be going through a lot of stress and they've just reacted out Mm -hmm. of, you know, Mm -hmm. just out of distress. They may love their babies dearly, but just had a stressful time, you know. So we don't know exactly what happened in those situations. And so that's why we do advocate For the reunification, our CASA volunteers are trained to observe certain things. We do provide resources um, that help and benefit the entire family. Um, But yeah, when you say like you're thinking about your own family, you don't realize that somebody else is going through something tough and we just don't know. Mm -hmm. So that's why we have to pull all of our resources together, connect with other people. Oh, I know this person. Um, We know, you know, such and such organization that helps with you know, providing you with jobs, you know, mm-hmm. and and so that's really what the whole goal is to keep them um, and, and so that they can become civic members of the community as well. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Well, um,
1: is there anything else
0: that we can do? So we know we can volunteer. We know we can get screened and do all those things and be advocates. But obviously, Casa of St. Louis and Casa in general is not for profit. Yes. So how else can, as we close, how else can we support CASA?
1: So, um, I always say, you know, it's look, I don't know if y'all say this, but I'm not a delta, so i know the Delta say sure be on this, about your time, talent, and treasure, okay? Absolutely. <laughs> um, So we are, you know, I, I apply that now. I'm like, oh, well, we need to apply that to CASA. So we your, need time, your time, we need talent, your talent, and, and your, your treasure. treasure. <laughs> so of course the time piece is becoming a volunteer, which I realize again, you know, we say, you know, 10 to 12 hours per month and actually let me back up and add this because i did not add this earlier but you know a, a case can be anywhere from 12 to 28 months now we really encourage our volunteers to remain on that case until permanency is reached and permanency means until that child receives a safe and stable environment okay. and so that again that that's your time mm-hmm. so if you on if you're on that case for 12 months twenty four months, 28, twenty-eight months. You know, it just we really hope that our casas remain. Uh, we do realize that life happens and that casas have other things that go on. And so again, it's that team environment. So we have our case advocacy supervisors ready to step up to the plate if needed. But that's that time piece, that time element. Um, your talent, you know, again, that goes into that autobiography. When you fill out that application, what do you bring to the table that you know? oh, I have experience in the judicial system. And so I want to bring Mm -hmm. my talent and help advocate for these children. And of course, if you don't have the time, we always are accepting donations. Um, That's right. (laughs) We are accepting donations to help further our mission. Yes, please. So um, the donations go towards, you know, just helping to further our mission. So whether it's you know purchasing gift cards for those fam like the CASA volunteer to distribute to the child or mm-hmm. the foster care provider um, if they need something if they're in need um, I don't know they could um, be needing of transportation somewhere mm-hmm. they might need a bus pass or something so our Absolutely. you know our donations help further our mission just in various ways And so those are the different ways that you can volunteer. So you don't necessarily have to become a volunteer if you don't have that time, but you can also donate, you know, monetary donations. You can visit our website, stlcasa.org, and you can learn more about um, how to donate. Absolutely. And you, uh, Casa of St. Louis
0: is on Instagram?
1: We are on Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. Twitter, and LinkedIn. Okay. And you can... um, Uh, Visit our website, stlcasa.org, to connect with us.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. This was just packed with information, Um, valuable information, most notably for the children.
1: Yes. We just really want our community to come together um, and and advocate for our babies and our community. They need it. They need it. Thank you. Well,
0: thank you so much. I would love for you to come back because I'm sure you have so much more to share. (laughs) And, you know, as you continue to garner more um, time and talent, as you continue to garner more treasure, um, as those numbers start going down, as the advocacy turns it from what it is to what we desire for it to be, I would love for you to come back and share. and you can can bring others, whether it's you know the director or whether yes. it's other people or whether it's an actual advocate, yes. who can speak directly yes. to the work yes, that they they that are, they are, are, the are doing, the yes. process, and then being able to advocate
1: for for a baby or a baby somewhere yes. that would be awesome. They have the stories, yes. It's, you know, I'm just listening, so but they actually have who actually the are living it with those yes, children. they are living that it would would every day. Great. absolutely we'll be back thank you thank you so much Kyla I really appreciate the time and just the warm welcome and just having me here awesome well thank you and thank you for tuning in today
0: to Pearls and Politics podcast where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact we hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you'll join us that you will join us again next week but in the meantime please like love share and subscribe and we'll see you soon bye-bye Thank you.